Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Marriage support and divorce coaching may not be needed by you personally, but almost everyone knows someone dealing with the trials of this difficult journey. Please share this podcast with someone you know who might be dealing with the challenges of divorce or a difficult marriage. The tools that I have are life-changing, and I know this because I have experienced this in my own life, and I have seen it in the lives of my clients, and I want to share these tools with everyone that can benefit from them. Hey friends, thanks for joining me today. I am talking about boundaries today. This is a word that can be misused. And I think a lot of people don't quite understand what a boundary is and when to apply it. So I'm going to explain a little bit about boundaries. A boundary is something that you create for yourself. We commonly use it in coaching to help our clients achieve life-changing results. It can be mistakenly used as a way to control other people, but that is really not the function of a boundary. Okay. Think of an emotional boundary, like a property line. It defines where one person ends and another starts. It's a way of drawing a circle around behaviors and emotions. It may seem like boundaries would separate us from others, but they really do quite the opposite. A boundary would include a request that you make of someone to change a certain behavior and a consequence that you will do to protect yourself if they violate the boundary again, because healthy boundaries promote self-responsibility and empowerment, they lead to closer relationships with others. By contrast, weak boundaries promote enmeshment and emotional childhood behavior, which only distances us from people that we care about in our lives. So before setting a boundary, you must be clear to yourself about what your emotional boundaries are. Most people have a clear line around their home or their property, which makes it easy to know when someone has crossed it. But many people are not as clear about their personal boundaries. So others are often not aware when they have crossed one of our personal boundaries. For example, do you allow people to yell at you? If not, what do you do when this happens? Um, some people have a boundary in this area and others do not. Also, boundaries need to be communicated only when someone has violated them. For example, most of us have a boundary around tolerating physical violence. However, we don't walk around saying, by the way, don't hit me or I will run away or call the police, right? We don't feel the need to tell everyone about that boundary. 
The only time you would need to make the boundary clear is once it has been violated, then we need to communicate to the person that they have crossed a boundary and then clearly state the consequence if they do it again. If someone comes into your backyard, they have violated your boundary. You can either lose control and yell at them, or you can say, hey, you need to leave. If you don't, I'm going to call the police. By saying this, you're letting them know that they have violated a boundary and what action you will take if they continue. The way to use a boundary is with these two steps. You make a request, you ask someone to stop doing the thing that infringes on your property, either literally or emotionally. And second, set up a consequence. Tell the person what you will do if they do not comply with your request. The boundaries you set are meant to protect you emotionally. You need to clearly communicate when a boundary violation has occurred. You may set a boundary with your boss who yells at you by saying, listen, if you continue to raise your voice at me, I'm going to leave the room until you can speak calmly. And if this continues, I'm going to go to HR and discuss the situation. This ultimately allows your boss to choose how they will behave but clearly describes what you will do if the violation continues. You make the request and then give them the option to do whatever they would like to do, and then you follow through on that request. Um, Here's another example that could apply in your life. Maybe you have a friend who is always late, and you could decide to interpret this behavior as bad or wrong or disrespectful, and you decide not to hang out with them altogether. Or you could also decide to simply set a boundary rather than shutting that friend out of your life completely or being offended by their behavior. You could just say, Hey, listen, I really want to meet you for lunch. And I know that sometimes you run late. I'm going to plan to wait for 10 minutes for you. And then I'm going to leave and go make other plans for lunch. If you don't make it in time, not going to be mad or upset at you, but, um, I just don't want to wait around more than 10 minutes by setting a simple boundary. This allows your friend to be whoever she wants to be, to show up as herself and behave how she chooses to behave while allowing you to protect yourself, your emotions and your time. Okay. I hope that makes sense to all of you guys. A lot of times I see this um, concept misused and people try to use a boundary in situations that don't apply, such as Um, you wish your husband would take out the garbage or you would like your spouse to be more romantic, or you would like your boss to give you more praise or recognition for your work, or you want your girlfriends to call you back when you call them. These requests would fall under the definition of a manual, not an area to set a boundary. If you're familiar with my podcast and my work, you may have heard me talk about uh, manuals in the past. If not, um, I'd love to tell you more about it, but it's okay to make a request of someone in your life. 
But when your happiness depends on their fulfilling the request, you could have a problem. You cannot expect to control other people in your life and you don't need to. In these situations, the person isn't violating your personal space or physical space by honoring your request. So it's not a boundary issue and it's not appropriate to apply a consequence. That would be a form of manipulation and it's not healthy for your relationship. Okay. Boundaries should always come from a place of love to promote self-kindness. A boundary is not an ultimatum. It is not a way of controlling another person's behavior. So you can feel better. This never works. It is completely disempowering. And it actually separates us from people in our lives that we care about. People don't want to be controlled or forced or manipulated to behave in a certain way so that you can feel better. The truth is an ultimatum is actually a boundary violation against the other person, but we're not going to get into that. Um, I want to give you another example to make this more clear. I have a client, um, we're going to call her Susan and her mother-in-law likes to come over to her house unannounced to see her grandchildren and often comes in without knocking to Susan. This is a boundary violation, but because she continued to allow it for several years without saying anything to her mother-in-law, it's very likely that her mother-in-law didn't realize that she had violated a boundary. So Susan decided out of love and self kindness to set a boundary. The way she did this was she told her mother-in-law, we love spending time with you. I'm so glad you like spending time with the kids, but I really need you to give me a call and let me know when you would like to stop by. So I can tell you if it's a good time, if you don't call first, the door may be locked or we may not be here or in the middle of something else and may not answer. Calling ahead would be much better for me because I would know when to expect you and it would be better for you. So you don't show up and find no one at home. This is a very reasonable boundary with clear consequences. If the violation continues, it's important that Susan follows through with the consequence, which is a difficult area for people. She worried about locking the door because she feared how her mother-in-law might react, but failure to follow through and act accordingly sends the message that the boundary doesn't really exist. Furthermore, when Susan's mother-in-law continues to come over unannounced, Susan started feeling resentful and frustrated and angry and built up resentment, resistance, and bad feelings towards her mother-in-law. It didn't help their relationship instead caused a lot of unnecessary drama and conflict for Susan towards her mother-in-law. Can you see how not setting a boundary is hurting their relationship? We're setting a boundary from a place of love and a genuine interest in the long-term health of the relationship can allow both of them to feel love and respect for each other. 
they can just relax and enjoy the time that they have together without feeling resentful for each other. At the other end of the spectrum, some people don't want to set proper boundaries because they don't want to risk losing the relationship. They're afraid that if they take care of themselves and tell the truth, they might make the other person angry. So in order to avoid the other person losing control, they stay in relationships that are based on lies and pretenses and resentment. Do you see how that prevents any true intimacy in the relationship? They're not really expressing their true feelings. They're not sharing how they, how they really feel with this person. Having a conversation about the boundary can be uncomfortable. It can be challenging. It's hard work, but it is the work of true intimacy. Honoring yourself and what is authentic and true for you, along with the willingness to let other people interpret it however they will, is difficult, but this is the work to do, to have true intimacy in your relationships. People who cannot find the courage to have conversations like this stay in relationships where they are pretending then wonder why their relationships aren't deep and intimate or worse, their relationship erupts in the end with a huge blow up because of all the built up resentment and hostility. And then we blame the other person for our lack of boundaries. It's really interesting how we do this in Henry cloud's book boundaries. He teaches that we must love and honor ourselves enough to tell the people in our lives the truth and to set proper boundaries. This isn't just for us. It's for the sake of the person doing the violating. Often this person is completely unaware of how you're feeling. Others don't have to agree with your boundary. Be prepared for that. When you set a boundary out of love for yourself and the other person, you can tell them your truth without attacking or yelling at them. Your truth has nothing to do with them. And you can tell them when setting the boundary that if they choose to feel hurt or upset, it's not your fault. As long as you have approached it from a positive, loving place. What happens in the end is that you can move forward in your relationship from a place of authenticity and without resentment. Your relationships become genuine and intimate when you're willing to do this work. Many times people worry about being viewed as bad or rude or uncaring when they have a boundary conversation. The ironic thing is that generally How they act when they don't have boundaries is rude and uncaring, right? We don't get to show up as the best version of ourselves when we're not communicating how we really feel to someone in our life. When you try to smile and act like everything's fine, but you're really seething underneath, you're acting exactly how you're trying to avoid acting. Isn't that ironic? When you tell someone the truth about yourself, you open the space for more honesty and truth. 
proper boundaries come from a place of love. So if you're feeling angry and resentful and frustrated, you'll want to work through those feelings before you try to have any conversation um, with someone in your life about a boundary violation. Remember, the reason you're upset is not because the person has violated your boundary. It is that you haven't set a proper boundary. You haven't been speaking the truth. When you can own that and take responsibility for your own emotions, then you can explain your boundary from a place of love and set clear consequences for what will happen if your boundary request isn't honored. When you do have a boundary conversation, don't be afraid to share that you're doing this out of love. Okay. I'll give you an example of what you could say. Look, this is just a boundary issue for me. I'm not comfortable with what is going on. If it does continue, this is what I'm going to do. I think you're wonderful and I love you and I value our relationship. That's why I want to be clear and straightforward about this. See, that's not so hard, right? Remember the other person in the relationship gets to choose how they will act. When you set a clear boundary and it isn't honored, you'll need to follow through on the consequence that you have set. Many people do this from a place of frustration and anger because they think thoughts like, what the heck? I set a clear boundary and you're still coming over here without calling. Now you're forcing me to lock the door. Remember, this person isn't forcing you to do anything. It is your boundary and your consequence. And you'll want to enforce it from a place of peace and love. There's no need to ridicule the other person or make them feel bad or wrong for their behavior. It doesn't feel good and it's not necessary. Emphasize for yourself and for the other person that this is how you are taking care of yourself and it's nothing against them. Make sure you're clear about upholding your boundary. If people continue to violate boundaries because in the past you haven't had any, you may have to keep reminding them when you honor and take care of yourself by enforcing your boundary, that will change everything for you. Okay. So let me give you a few takeaways that I want you to remember when you are trying to apply boundaries in your life. Okay. Make sure if you don't feel peaceful and loving towards this person, it's not a good time to have a boundary discussion. If you are trying to manipulate someone else's behavior so that you can feel better, that's not a good time to apply a boundary violation. Okay. If you are blaming or frustrated or negative and trying to delete someone for your life, you're not in a place in a good place to set a boundary. All right. You want to make sure you're coming from a place of love. Also, you may want to consider, um, especially all of you that are dealing with a difficult marriage or you're, you're dealing with your ex-spouse or soon to be ex-spouse going through separation or divorce, the people who trigger you the most in your life, that can be your ex-spouse or soon to be ex-spouse. They can be our greatest teachers. 
Okay. Don't get upset about the idea that this person is constantly violating your boundaries and you don't want this difficult person in your life, especially if it's your ex-spouse, you are going to have to deal with that person for the rest of your life for as long as you have children in your home. So step back, think about the situation. The people who set us off the most are able to do this because we either don't know how to set boundaries or we have never done so properly. This is the perfect opportunity for you to come from a place of love and self-respect and set boundaries with this person in your life. Okay. Obviously if you're separated or divorced, you have removed this person from a large portion of your life, but you will always need to interact with them in some way. So it's important that you learn how to do that from a place of self-confidence and respect for yourself and being in control of your own emotions. Okay. Don't miss out on this opportunity to understand where your boundaries are and how to properly set them to find out. You may want to ask yourself some powerful questions like what can I learn from this relationship? All right. How can I use this as an opportunity to take care of myself and create real authenticity through this conversation? You make a request and you follow up with consequences. I know these can be sticky situations, but I think if you learn how to set boundaries properly and um, protect yourself in this way, you can have peaceful um, interactions, even with your ex-spouse. Okay. Let me give you a few thoughts before I close. Setting a boundary requires more courage than simply eliminating a person or a relationship from your life, but continuing to harbor resentment for this person isn't healthy. All right. Boundaries can be amazing and wonderful, but it's, it takes courage and it can be a little bit tricky to navigate these conversations, but they are beautiful tools that can create intimacy in relationships with people that you care about and want greater connection with and healthy interactions with your ex-spouse or people that you have to deal with. And, um, it's a way of protecting yourself when dealing with these difficult situations in your life. It's not a way to keep people out of your life. It's a way to keep people from violating important spaces in your life. Setting boundaries is about telling the truth to yourself and to the people in your life. So remember that following through on your consequences, 100% of the time is critical to make boundaries an effective tool in your life. Remember that if you're willing to have the courage to honor yourself and tell the truth and ultimately protect yourself, you will see an increase of peace and intimacy in all the relationships in your life. Apply some boundaries in your life and tell me how it goes. I would love to hear how it's going and if it's working for you. And if you would like some help learning how to apply a boundary and when you should apply a boundary in your life, bring it to a coaching call with me. Um, go to my website at 
jenzingmark.com and set up a 50 minute free consultation call. And let's talk about it. And I'll help you figure out how to apply a boundary in your life, because I know it can improve all of your relationships and help you be more confident and empowered in your life. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a great week. Bye y'all. Are you struggling with the trials of divorce? There is a path to find joy in your journey. I would love to help you. Go to jenzingmark.com to get all the info. There you'll find a free download to help you start thinking happier thoughts today. And you can sign up to receive my weekly newsletter. If you like what you've heard here and want to dive deeper into this work, sign up for a free mini session with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.